Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, Vagrant Queen fans, and welcome to the Vagrant Queen After Show. We're talking episode 7, Sunshine Express Yourself, and we have a very special guest in the house. We have Alex McGregor, who plays Ame. Woo! Welcome. <laughs> So we're going to go through the episode, talk to Alex about her role in it and everything. We have our special segment at the end. But before we get started, we'll introduce ourselves. My name is Carrie Lane. I'm joined by my awesome co-host. Say hello. James Mabel, that's me. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode seven. We cannot be more excited to talk to Alex about this episode. I'm super pumped to get into it. I was going to say, we better be sunshiny happy. It is sunshiny. I know, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we do have a live chat going, so if you're joining us live, please throw out your questions. If you're watching it later, comment down below, and don't forget to give that a thumbs up. All right, uh, before we really dive into it, Alex, we had commented to each other, like, wait, what episode would be a good one to come in on? And it was this one that you were excited for. Let me know a little bit, why, why episode seven? I had a lot of fun filming this episode. I mean, I had a lot of fun filming the whole series, of course, but this one really stood out and a lot has happened with our team and a leader has gone through so much, especially. And um, I mean, episode seven, things fall apart and then they come back together. So I just, I really love that episode and the whole like roller coaster ride that it is. And the fact that Amay actually realizes what her feelings really mean. Mm-hmm. Obviously, hashtag Amita. <laughs> yes. And roller coaster more ways than one. Yeah. Very yeah. much. And James, awesome. Uh James, what did you think of this episode? I loved it. Um, this was a massive like pick-me-up episode seven from episode six. Um, as I, as we discussed last week, it was one of the, the episode six was one were one of those episodes where we needed a goal. Like, uh, you know, the team had relatively disbanded and we didn't know the direction of things and how we could have this collective goal moving forward. And now we have it. Like now there is this, there is this universal kind of collective, so there's a rallying troop for us all now, I think. So I'm super happy to see that, um, you know, we're, we're moving forward in the story. And um, it, this, this episode definitely shed a lot, a lot of light into more of the like personal experiences of our individual characters, but I'm glad that we were able to push forward with something new. So I'm yeah. super excited to see what's coming up. Yes. Me uh, too. A nice, <laughs> yeah. a nice first question we got, Adam Rodriguez says, how long is the makeup process for your character? So it takes, about two and a half hours to become a May every day. That's makeup and wardrobe included. So makeup is just over two hours. And um, then to take it off, it's about 30 to 45 minutes. 
Have you I ever know. wanted to just leave set and be like, no, I'm good. I'll, I'll go out with the color and everything. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, because um, I mean, having that on every single day definitely takes a toll on your skin and stuff. Yeah. So I was looking forward to that scrub down at the end of the day, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Nice. Yeah, I bet that like, okay, it's off after like similar to your washout you had for your poor eye of the sand episode two no that was traumatic and that happened on day one at that location oh not even during an not even during filming a scene during a rehearsal oh no a whole mound of sand kicked into my eyeball it was like a horror movie oh. um yeah only had it really washed out and sorted out properly two days later but what an experience. <laughs> and if you're okay with like eye stuff, go check it out on her Twitter. I like that you had the video of the game rinsed yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. That was very soothing. Everyone was like, oh, that looks terrible. And I was like, that was, that, that was, I needed that. That was like, yes. <laughs> oh, Relief. Man. Yes. Uh, well, our characters do not get relief. Their vehicle is impounded and you have to ride the train to get to the impound station. Mm. I do like how Isaac totally guesses their game there of like, oh, I, you know, this is a great, nice scheme you have going on there. And the clerks, shout out to those characters. They're so, they're small, like moments, but they were so funny. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That was so great. Everyone was great. Was it ever hard? Did you ever have to, sh in general, and then this episode, Alex, was it ever hard to not just bust out laughing at different moments? Oh, 100%. There's actually a scene that's coming up in episode eight and Tim is responsible for this. <laughs> and I actually couldn't control myself and we're all supposed to be really serious and he was doing this. He was just, he was off camera and he was just being Tim. And I, I it was, it was too much for me. And um, it actually, if you, if you look closely, you can see in the scene that I'm kind of like, like trying not to laugh. <laughs> oh my gosh, I literally couldn't contain myself. We'll be on the lookout. Nice. <laughs> uh, couple people had asked in general, how many locations was this episode? So we have the like the impound lot, and then I mean, obviously, then inside the train, but then the rocky area and the where the ship is at the end. Were those multiple locations stretch out of multiple days for that shoot? Yes, they were. I mean, the like flower fields, mm -hmm. um, that was very close to the like foresty, bouldery rock vibes. Um, so those are close together, but those are separate locations. And then for the train, they built that in studio. They built two carriages. And that was pretty cool because all the doors and stuff were practical. So they had people on either end pulling them open, put, put, like, pushing them <laughs> open. Super cool. Um, very old school. <laughs> And then, of course, the, yeah, I think there were about five or six locations for episode seven. I think. And they're all then the episode. parking officials at the end, that, that same place mm -hmm. is where mm -hmm. we the um, sad area and all that stuff. Yeah, everything is in South Africa in Cape Town, okay. which is where I'm from. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Does it feel nice to film so close to home? Yeah, it is. It's, it's pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> very cool 
so we have the part which um, we start off pretty rocky at the beginning. Everybody, mm -hmm. Alita says, all this was just a mistake, which just hurts. It's like, no. And that yeah. finding of a seat. I bet we have all gone through that. And then also, if you, I mean, some dudes probably, but I bet some of the ladies, the finding mm -hmm. like, oh, hey, friend. Yes, this is your seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely done that before. <laughs> <laughs> and go Ame for the assist. She's mm -hmm. like, yes, friend. But yeah. also go Isaac for like, no, you, you go. It's fine. Yeah, it's a pretty good moment. He's a good wingman. Yeah. Yes, he really is. <laughs> <laughs> um, we then also, Ame, how, how is it for you as um, an actor being this character? I mean, how similar are you to your character of Ames is seems to be with this um woman she's sitting down with just so easy to get along with mm -hmm. and just really you know friendly and very you know relatable I, I like to think I'm I'm the same <laughs> um funny Jim often would be like Alex is a May Jim our showrunner creator writer extraordinaire um she would often often say that um in many ways i do relate to ame especially her like passion for things that she loves i mean i'm very extreme i i either love something or i hate it um and yeah i just i do have a lot of energy i speak quite loudly so <laughs> which is not always the best thing for some people but um yeah i like to think i'm also positive and easy to get along with nice uh yeah james what do you think of that interaction of the sitting down and they're bonding and like i know we want ame to be with alita but it was kind of nice to watch her flirt with someone else too you know i just i have to like keep going back to this original point and it's not because you're here alex ame got game like she spits game <laughs> to no end. I'm like, damn, this girl, this girl is getting everybody. So I, I love those moments. I love, I, I, I really do love those moments because it, it like, it makes Ame, because she can be kind of like a light character. It really gives her like a, a bit more like solid ground. It makes her a bit more round of a character. And like you said a moment ago, Carrie, this is not the first time we've seen Ame spit game, and in, uh, she does it well. Yeah, she's she's just very open sexually, and I think that's important. Um, so she's very fluid and easy to get along with. And I don't think monogamy is something that she understands. That's why when Isaac brings up the fact that he's been faithful to his wife for five years, even though he's in another galaxy, um, she's kind of like, wow, okay, well, I love people. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I don't understand that, because why can't we just, you know, be with you know, if you like someone, just be with them too. <laughs> Have fun. Keep it open. But um, that's why I think her um, Amir re realizing her feelings in the train, that's the mm -hmm. big thing. She's always liked a leader. But it's the first time for Amir that she's actually wanted to stay just committed or monogamous mm -hmm. person. So it's it's a big deal she loves her but also she's now committed to her and that's a completely different i think mm -hmm. feeling and everything for her and that's what that's part of the big realization in the train what do you think sparks that realization for her the fact that she's a pretty girl pulls in to kiss her and she is in that moment is like whoa actually no uh-uh 
this, this is the leader's lips and I want to lead his lips. So I think that's a big deal for her because she's been perfectly fine with just, you know, having all these booty calls across the galaxy as a brother mm-hmm. Chaz brings up in one of their <laughs> like, alien Skype calls. So yeah, I think that's that. The fact that she was like, whoa, I actually, I don't want to kiss you. I mean, you're great, but mm. I want to kiss someone else. You know, I have to say in that scene too, that was like the smoothest turn down I've ever seen in my entire life. Like both <laughs> parties took like the situation so well. It was like, oh, okay, well, you know, sweetie, good luck to whoever you're looking out for in the future, you know? I was like, whoa, that's how you that's how you turn somebody down right there. Very supportive. Yes. Yeah. I was just gonna say that. I'm like, that's the best way of this was really nice way to pass the time. I enjoyed your company. All right, and moving on. I bet you would do. And then speaking of Alita, James, what did you think of the flashbacks that we get Alita in the pod for a couple weeks all alone? You know, as I I have to say, like as a big sci-fi fan. That that one moment is a moment that's often I feel like lost in sci-fi. Like, you know, we're we're star we're star hopping and going between galaxies and planets. Did that interim of time of like you being in stasis or you being like by yourself alone in a pod is oftentimes looked over and it's like, oh, they took off and then 14 light years in the future. Like it's like doesn't like it doesn't work like that i love the fact that they focused in on that moment and you can see like the inner workings of alita like you you can see how she's going through emotions and and almost like a grieving process herself um like with losing her mom but it's it's done um for the audience to see and then she has that um that that moment of of uh letting the uh i think his name is uh stock i want to say the the character's name was briefly it was stocks stocks he was the guy it was the voice behind the the person who was like hey you need food you need whatever um that moment was cool like you you really saw alita take her mother's advice in that quick moment where she was like hey okay maybe i should succumb to this this nice person in their words and their care because i am in need and then she has that relapse and luckily she remembered her mother's words and Zevelyn was right in this instance where like Stocks was not a, a good actor in the situation. Yeah. That also takes us back to the beginning of the episode where Elida walks away from the trio. I mean, her, the last words that her mom said to her was don't trust anyone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it just makes all of that make sense, which is important. And I think that's how she's different from Amei, because obviously Amei lost everything. Her and Chaz lost their planet when they were, well, when Amei was five. Um, And they didn't have last words from a mom saying, don't trust anyone. So I think that's how their stories differ, differ, even though they are quite similar. Um, They, that's why um, Amei also so open to reaching out to people and trusting people because she obviously had to, to, to get where they, to get where both of them are today. Um, whereas a leader has always been a lone wolf. So I was surprised too, because I thought for a leader that you're going to run out of food and oxygen, that you're going to yeah. die anyways. Mm-hmm. But I think she was right to be cautious. But yeah, James, I like how you phrase that of it is the aloneness of space that mm-hmm. is probably more terrifying of. Yeah in a little box by yourself yeah i'm just like whoo mm-hmm. um 
And then what do we think of her? James, what do you think of her getting that job on the train? Of course. And also that happens in real life too. You bump into people that you're like, out of all the places, hi, <laughs> random coworker person that I'm okay with-ish. This this goes into like the, the we talked to, uh, I think it was Jem and Anishka about this, about them. I know it was with Danishka in particular about a couple episodes back about the whole uh, gas station scene. These moments, I think, are so real. Like the, the, the moments of, of, of um, a character like falling into the traps of real life reality. And uh, I know Carrie and I both live in L.A., which is a big city. Alex, you're in South Africa, which is a, a, ma- a massive place, uh, <laughs> Cape Town in particular. Um, that happens to us often where you're like oh hey you're like bumping into somebody and you're like oh hey hey, hey." so I love those moments and then um I love that it gave it gave um Alita a a goal uh it gave her a new purpose like because initially she was like very reticent to even talk to this person she's like you know yeah we worked together in the past like I've seen you before like girl bye girl bye move it along (laughs) So I was happy to see that she, you know, this girl had some type of useful information and it, like, luckily, the things overlapped in a way that it brought the trio back together. So um, I guess it goes to show, like, you should be looking out for an opportunity no matter where it is, even a dingy, dirty bar, so. <laughs> be ready. Yes. <laughs> yes. Nice. Right. Uh, then we have all, so, yeah, and then also Lita jumping off the uh, the moving train mm-hmm. and rejecting Isaac's call. And speaking of Isaac, he gets a comedic bit of bumping into, of course, the person that has a bounty on their head and is done in a cute comedic bit. Uh, James, what do you think of that whole sequence of Isaac beating this woman and then the uh, fake hostage situation? Yeah. So, um, okay, so here I have a theory actually behind this. I gotta get a little closer to the camera because I'm mm-hmm. really like let you guys know. Okay, so. <laughs> So, Alex, a couple, not a couple, last week. Um, oh, uh, I think I know your theory. Do you know Do you know what I'm getting at, Carrie? You know what I'm getting at. I, I, bet, I bet you do. So hmm. we we have an ongoing special segment that we do here called Winnie Who, Winnie What. We're going to do it this episode as well. We'll get into that later on. But one of my favorites that has been um, on the special segment is Robin, uh, Robin Scott, I want to say her Robin name. Robin Scott. Yes. So she Amazing. played so so good like one of my we were talking about like these b characters who re- make a really big impact mm-hmm. for me she is probably one of my favorite ones next I'm next to him um so he told uh, uh to, he being tim told us last week to look out for robin in another role oh. i think and my in my wealth of knowledge that is vagrant queen i got the impression that this scientist we're going to call her is robin scott the actress in particular, there was this one scene where they were just after they fought off or right before they fought off the, um, the, uh, not the, the Republic's guards when they came to get them. She has this, she says something, I forgot the exact words, but she says something and I'm like, I know that voice. I know that voice. And I could not, I think I'm right. And I really do want to get to the bottom of it. Is that Robin Scott? No. No. That is another actress. Her name really? is Megan Furness. Yes. Wow. She <laughs> did an excellent job. That character, I think, like, really, really took this episode and, and made it her own. Uh, you know, yeah. there were so many other parallels that we have here in, in the States regarding politics. I'm sure we get into that later yeah. on. There well, were lots of par- a lot more of her to come, so that's good. okay. Great, great, great. I'm glad she she played such an important role uh, in this episode because she she is a, a an addition to the cast to like the trio. I think that will 
add a little something. It it, it almost is another connection between the trio and Lazaro. Mm-hmm. Like now they have a, something mutual. She's so feisty. Yeah. <laughs> and that, uh, and like- that gun of hers is is no joke. It's insane. Yes. What kind of dog We got ER's grandpa in the chat said, oldish alien woman don't play. They do not, honey. <laughs> I was like, nope. Uh, so then we get the bit where Ame, of course, comes in and is like, Isaac, what are you doing? Very um, confused. Yeah. So Alex, <laughs> how was that for you of that kind of scene of, you know, coming in and the hostage situation. Also, shout out to the hijacker. Um, yes. They're amazing <laughs> as well. What a good duo. So good. So yeah, then Alex, how was that scene for you of trying to help your friend and figure out what is going on? And you're like, what? I mean, May's already kind of deflated because Alita's gone. And then she comes into this and sees Isaac holding a gun to some strange lady and she's like what <laughs> I mean that's that's it because it I mean it, it it looks like what it looks like it looks like he's holding someone hostage mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just yeah so it was very confusing for a May um and that scene is interesting to shoot because when we do the the, the crossover the scientist and a May we were walking so slowly and it felt like it was forever and it was so <laughs> awkward and weird and we were like, is this working? <laughs> so that was interesting. Yeah, they're nice little... Yeah. They're yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what is going on? <laughs> With that being on a set, did they have to were they able to and did they move like the rows out of the way to film it and do reverses or did they kind of leave it mainly intact? Um, as far as I remember, the, the actual structure was solid. They could just move mm-hmm. out the doors and make things look slightly different. Um, I, can't, I can't recall if they could move those chairs or like the seating or not. Yeah. Well, then did it help oh, it make you feel like you're in the train compartment? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and we were in that fully. So like I said, they built two carriages. Okay. It was pretty And it was very, very cool. spacious, which obviously was necessary for the cameras and crew. Yeah. It was very hot, though. Woo! Very hot. That. What is the Sunshine Express, though? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There was with so many like background um, actors. It was just, yes, uh, so much good makeup on this episode. Absolutely, right? I think this well, might be one of the one? this might be one of the first episodes we've seen where it's like that much of an eclectic spread. You know, we visited other planets in particular. I think that was like this Zija space station in the past. We saw Hi, a nice hijack. Sorry, yeah. yeah, that was yeah. like nice eclectic blend. But this like. And I have to say too, like the the costume design in this episode was 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 special because every character looked starkly different from each other. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, you had your pointy ears and that kind of thing that we've had that are you know more, more easier things to do. But they mm-hmm. there were shields and helmets and extra limbs and mm-hmm. creatures yeah. living in boxes with tentacles. So it was cool yeah. to see um, the the costume All design. Practical. 
that, okay. that the tentacles were practical. They had okay, someone wow. like, like <laughs> shaking guys. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool, being able to work with like real life aliens and stuff. Yeah. You know? And then Alex, we got a good question here from the chat. Tracy Williams says, I love Ame and Isaac's friendship. It seems as though they've grown closer together. Uh, they've grown closer. Is it fun playing off Tim in these comedic scenes? And then Jim C adds that love their chemistry. Oh my gosh, it is too much fun. I mean, the amount of times <laughs> that I nearly pee myself from laughing because he, he is so great and he is so funny and he's so nice. And um, yeah, just being able to work with him was, I'm very grateful for that. And of course, we're good friends in real life now too, not just on set in scenes. Um, so I'm very grateful for that. He's awesome. So easy to play off of. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like our energies and May and Isaac's energies are kind of similar. Uh, yeah. And um, again, a lot of my moments as an actor where I found it hard to like contain my laughter in scenes, it was a result of Tim doing something. He is a little bit clumsy, not going to lie. <laughs> the amount of times, like, oh my gosh, when we were in the forest and Isaac is like sacrificing himself and he says, I'm going to. I'm going to yeah. be distracted. He's like, you go and do this. And he, he jumps up and he starts running and waving his arms. He actually fell. He went rolling down the hill. It was, oh, no. it was so hectic. And then he just got up and carried on like nothing was happening. And that, <laughs> like nothing happened. And that actually ended me. Like I, I, I couldn't contain myself. And everyone rushed him like, are you okay? That looks so intense. And he was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's chill. Like, what are you guys talking about? And that just ended me. Like, I'll never forget it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> On the <laughs> antics for the win. Nice. Yeah, that was very funny. I liked his little moving around. <laughs> um, uh, so we also learn that the woman is a, she studies the Sterzad, Sterzad, yeah. and Sterzadologist, which is really interesting. And so I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And that they are all being sent to Lazarone, and if they reject, they die. Uh, yes. So that was very interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. I will say, you know, when you guys jump off the train, I was a little more skeptical because I'm like, mm -hmm. that train is moving really fast. But then when we see it, okay, it's maybe going a little slower. Oh, but wait, it's up high. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and also, we're in space. Maybe gravity and stuff works differently. Yeah. It's true. It could be true. different on this planet. Yes. It's the don't look here, you know. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing too. I'm like, this little old scientist, she has to have right? some brittle little bones to be jumping yes. off, off all the trains and things. Oh my gosh. When we shot that, they had, they put these like mats down, these fat, like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But these mat things. And then they just had these fans blowing at us. Um, and guess what? Something went into the exact same eye that no. Sam. No. <laughs> and we had to take like 30 minutes to wash up the makeup, wash up the uh. eye, and have the um up um like the eye person on set because obviously a lot of people have contacts. Uh, up mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. Over there, and she had to like sit and like really like look into my eye and finally found oh. the culprit um that was stuck right in there but um yeah mm. that happened so this i was just, <laughs> i was just problematic while shooting you're like can i get goggles for like all this right 
like really her eye again oh, oh <laughs> man uh I also liked the moment when Alita and Isaac, so there are obvious, I mean, yeah, the Ame and Isaac uh, yeah. moments of, of course they are comedic together, but when you both are walking and you're talking about how Alita actually is leaving, and so now you gotta walk to the impound station. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. How are those more emotional scenes for you? Um, everything is shot out of sequence, so like, mm. When it comes to talking about different scenes, I mean, it just depends on what's going on. Sometimes it's a lot harder. Um, but again, Tim is such a great actor to feed off of and he's really present and helpful. When we did the scene where May uses a metaphor to des um, to describe her feelings for Elida and yes. the fact that- mm -hmm. Spark plug. <laughs> Spark plug. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a great scene. We really loved that. We shot that after shooting um, filming the mannequin challenge so that was mm -hmm. the oh was yeah okay mm -hmm. um but I mean that was just a great scene to shoot and yeah we just we feel off each other really well so it makes both of our jobs easier nice uh speaking of that mannequin challenge so we had the moment where scientists is like we gotta run but of course the republic show up and I like that the bounty hunters actually trust the republic it's like oh cool it's back up and you're like Girl, it's not, no. it's not for you. <laughs> but poor Trev, R.I.P. Trev. Uh, yeah. Justice Trev. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah, that was one cool gun, and I love that slow mo. And okay, they're unarmed, man. Alex Ame in that moment of like they're unarmed in a rock, and she's like, "Crazy <laughs> Ame." She just something slipped. She was like, "We gotta get him." I mean, survival mode. So mm -hmm. yeah, you're taking sticks and stones to a whole new <laughs> meaning. <didn't Yes>. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, that uh, was fun. We laughed a lot, of course. We, we laughed a lot just shooting all of that stuff because it was ridiculous. I mean, even the <laughs> challenge with me smashing the, the Admiralty officer with a rock and then mm -hmm. throwing the other rock. I mean, that was just fun. <laughs> <laughs> Holding that position. <laughs> what has been your favorite mannequin challenge? Has it been one we've seen so far or is it one coming up? Mm. We keep hearing like insight into episode eight is what's been thrown out to us from, from Tim a couple times. So we don't know. I mean, if that... episode eight is just very different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> very cool. And there's a lot of like, fun moments um that's definitely up there for one of my faves okay. i also really enjoyed the the uh episode five's mannequin challenge with the vines the oh, okay yeah mm -hmm. that, was, that was cool yeah. that was hard to shoot it was so hot the oh heat was really coming down on us um poor crub um played by vash singh he, his full face prosthetics, I mean, they were melting off. They were like slipping oh, down. Oh, no, <laughs> That's the only thing. You, you can't actually shoot a show like this in the heat of summer. But we were in winter, but obviously we have some hot days. And yeah. our winters are really terrible in Cape Town. Um, so that day it was very hot and very melty. <laughs> mm, mm. Freeze uh, under the drip of sweat. 
slowly <laughs> down into your left eye. <laughs> Damn it, that yeah. left eye of yours. <laughs> now, how how has it been for you? Because we we talked before about like who's the hierarchy of fighters on this show, mm-hmm. and there was like hold on a couple shout outs more for Ame because she did have the moment with the tech guy way back when and the right. kind of like iPad. So how has it been for you? That was kind of the earlier bits um, before she kind of talked her way out of things. And now to this one with a rock and bashing someone in the head. Right. I mean, I think Amay, when she initially joins the group, she is, she deflects and ducks and will push and pull and avoid and kick. She does a lot of kicking when she has (laughs) to. Um, And then she gradually does get a bit more badass. Um, I mean, she's got something to fight for and being with uh, a leader and Isaac knows that some violence, unfortunately, is required to save your family. <laughs> um, so she does get more badass and she does definitely get even more badass. I will say that. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, we'll look forward to it. We like mm-hmm. her progression. <laughs> Makes sense. You're not your average person isn't necessarily like combat ready right away. Yeah, Alida I mean, and Isaac, Isaac he rub off on uh, on a May, of course. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're all rubbing off on each other. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, so with our group, we have no luck at the impound, and <laughs> that was very amusing. They're like, no, all the tickets, but it's been stolen. James, who did you think or what did you think stole the ship? I kind of was hoping it was Winniebot stole it for them. Oh. Hmm. So like, ah, you guys are too much trouble. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, can't, I can't handle this She's by like, myself, I'm girl. Leave. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess I guess my first instinct of, as to who took the ship was the Republic. Like, yeah. I, I just assumed that they're, I don't know, they put some homing beacon on it or something. I, I assumed like the big baddie would, were the, the culprits behind the ship's um, uh, placement. Uh, it, it was it was a it was a cool moment to see like everyone coming up at the same time into the ship and Elite is there and we're back together again. I thought that was a pretty cool moment. I was like I was like, yeah, the team. It was like a reunion. I was happy to see it. It was a very sweet moment. Yeah agreed i was so happy i'm like oh okay like it wasn't you're pleasantly surprised because you don't think elite is really gonna be gone but i was glad it was her who's like okay i realize i it sucks less being with you guys than being alone (laughs) like backhand compliment yeah i loved her i I, I love that moment too because she was like you said carrie like it was like wait are you happy to see us? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh. my life sucked a little bit less without you, so let's just keep rocking together. Yeah. But, you know, it's fair on her part, because also with Isaac, she's like, you know, I don't forgive you completely, which mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect her to either. Like, this needs to take time. But I was a little bit disappointed that she was so quick to dismiss Amek. I'm like, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think based on everything that's happened in her life, even though Amei hasn't done anything to, to you know, oh my gosh, sorry, it's nearly 1 a.m. in South Africa. And oh, I'm no. Struggling to. <laughs> no, you're great. Thank you for staying yeah, up for us. Yeah. But basically, um, I feel like because of what Elite has been through, even though Amei hasn't done anything, done anything to her yet, it's like, well, let me just get out of this before yeah. she could break my heart. Or, yeah, you know. So yeah. we get it. 
We get it. We're d disappointed, but not surprised. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a thing that goes around. Leave before you left. So yeah. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, someone who's not leaving and sticking around, we have Lazaro and he gets the prep for the press conference. Ooh, that Ooh. finger cutting. Mm. Ah. Ooh. Like it's little things it like, you know, it's gruesome. not a limb being cut off, but. Gruesome. Mm. Yes. Um, uh, but what I love about Vagrant Queen is that everyone's backstory is so solid and you understand where everyone comes from and like why they are the way they are. So yeah, just wait. <laughs> okay. Well, that actually, that, that, that is a perfect segue to a question we have in the live chat from Tracy Williams. She says, we've gotten backstories from Alita and Isaac. Will we get a clip from Ame's backstory anytime soon? No, we don't get any clips from Amaze's backstory. You just, obviously, you've learned a bit about her backstory from what she said. Um, and that's about it, uh, unfortunately. But I think everything she said says it all. I mean, you understand, you know. Yeah. Well, Lazaro, <laughs> even if he's, so the thing that's like, oh, it's interesting and creepy with him is he's speaking to the people, but of course the people don't realize how awful, mm. psychotic, and destructive he is. Right. Current events and things, ahem. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, U.S. politics. But, yeah. But then also when he gets a hold of the scientist, I actually kind of really wanted just a little, like she has somehow better brain yeah. power than all the other people that was able to resist him just a little bit longer. But it's like, no, she's going to give him all the yeah. secrets and things. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Power is that. Yeah. Uh, so then that's where we leave Lazaro. The only other last bit is we have port the parking authorities on the case at the end. I was like, okay, what problem is this going to cause for our oh, team? Oh, Lord. Big problem. Uh, yeah. Very big. I can imagine. Yes. I mean, Isaac and Anita have racked up them fine. So. <laughs> They're imagine. after us. Yes. <laughs> Uh, James, any other moments uh, that stood out to you before we move to our special segment? Um, I want to just point out the fact that we have confirmation that Isaac manscapes. I feel like we yes! didn't really talk about <laughs> that. It's a very quick moment, but we got confirmation. We had a guest uh, or, or, or a viewer ask us a question last week about like a, a scene with with um, with Tim, and he he said the scene. I don't know. I forgot what he said. I think he said the scene. No, didn't so happen, it's a shower scene. So yes, um, that's what it was. Gemma had talked about it in a tweet, so it has not happened yet, but it oh, might okay, be something so, in the future. So, so I was like, ah, thanks for the clarification. Who knows? This manscaping <laughs> thing might be a preface to. That. So I thought that was a, a pretty funny and humorous moment that we didn't talk about that I wanted to shed some light on as well. I mean, have yes. you seen that beard and that facial hair? Of course, he, <laughs> you know, tends to it. <laughs> <laughs> I am jealous of his uh, his beardness. I will say. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. I thought. Um, agreed, James. I thought that was a very funny little moment. And now that we've talked with him too, it's even more like, <laughs> like oh god, <laughs> hey Tim, hey buddy. <laughs> Hey, you know, we applaud someone who takes care of themselves Absolutely. like that. It's all good. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So then um, we'll hold off on our predictions, but we're going to do our special segment, which is called 
Winnie who? Winnie what? So, and Winnie who, Winnie what, we break down some of the uh, lesser known characters and uh, kind of peel back some of the prosthetics and figure out who's whom. This week, I'm going to focus on a character that we are very familiar with, but we haven't talked about seven episodes deep. That is Mr. Dengar, Mr. Leon Klingman. Really, really like his work. Yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I mean, if you're watching this show, you're pretty much caught up. So he has departed us uh, in a very gruesome kind of way. I will say a couple episodes back that looked like it hurt. But we could talk about some of the positive things about Mr. Leon. So he is an actor, an improvist, a voice artist, an animal lover, and a fellow vegan. I'm vegan myself, and I know Alex is as well, so that was a cool little tidbit that I found about Mr. Klingman. Um, he's based in South Africa. He uh, attended the Lee Strasberg Theater Institute in New York from 1997 to 2000. He's done a lot, a lot, a lot of work. Mm -hmm. I mean, of yeah. all the special segments we've done, uh, I had to really condense his list. He has done a ton of work. Uh, mm -hmm. Vagrant Queen, obviously, he did Open Mic Night in 2020 as well, uh, Fried Berry, Trackers, which is a South African action TV series in 2019. He did Critters, Action Point with Johnny Knoxville of Jackass here in the States, Tutankhamen as well. I also want to queue up a, uh, a video we were talking, uh, we've been talking about prosthetics, and just two days ago, uh, Mr. Klingman posted a video on his Twitter I wanted to take a look at, and it's basically showing how he is getting his prosthetics done. The video is very short; it's a couple of seconds long, um, but it's really cool to see. It's really cool to see how the prosthetics happen. Um, mm -hmm. And then someone who doesn't eat Dengar's character doesn't even have that much prosthetics as a finished product. I could only imagine how difficult it was to put all this together for people like you, Alex. Uh, and then lastly, I want to point out that Mr. Klingman is a dare. Devil. When I say daredevil, I mean daredevil. So let me tell you about some of the things he's done in the past. So he uh, has played cricket for 15 years. You know, that's kind of like crazy. Like, no, not that bad. Whatever. He has jumped the highest bungee jump in the world at 216 meters. And oh, lastly, yeah. he, he is a uh, he went skydiving in Vancouver in 2017. So I want to shed some light on Mr. Uh, Leon Klingman. He plays Dengar. Really respects his work. Dope dude, excellent actor. Shout out to you, Mr. Leon from After Such a great guy. Yeah. So He's awesome. And then uh, Alex, it looked like you were going to say something regarding oh, makeup. Yeah. I was going to say the, the whole um, prosthetics, uh, the video he posted, which was mm -hmm. the cast, the live cast. That wasn't for Dingo. Mm. No? Mm, he may or may not be making another appearance as a totally different person. Oh. So if you love him, watch out, see if you can pick him up, figure out who he is. He's great. You guys, you guys keep That's dropping these little, like, our favorite actors keep popping up in different roles, and we have mm -hmm. no idea. So it's actually kind of cool to see, like, is that, is that? Wait, it's that, it's that. <laughs> the beauty yes, of yes. prosthetics. You're yeah, like, really? It's a new person. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Fun fact: May actually was going to be fully purple, um, and mm -hmm. then I did eight makeup tests initially. I have oh, pictures wow. of May fully purple, kind of like Amora from Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, she's fully green. Yeah. Yeah. But um, in terms of like skincare and um, time, they made May what she is now. Um, but 
yeah that was an does interesting it, does, it, does it may have like a like a species name like her her and chaz are they like a yeah. she's from plan she's from planet locus okay she, uh, my brain <laughs> we know it's 1 a.m there so I totally say Loki, but i feel like it's not Loki. oh my gosh don't <laughs> kill me <laughs> 1 a.m yeah, I actually really good. like that it's more the accent of yeah. the purple. Um, shout out to old sci-fi show if anybody watched Alien Nation. Because hmm. um, that one had, they had dots on their head and they had no hair and then it went down their back. That was like a leopard print. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of has that. I like that it has more, a little more texture than being solid. Yeah. Um, also, well, the face was going to be a bit lighter, but yeah, it was definitely yeah, but no, with the made she is now. But I'll post that picture. Yeah, I was just going to ask. Yes, I was like, I would love, love to, to see, see the the first iteration of Ame. Yeah. When you when yeah. you described it, I was picturing Mystique from X Men, like the whole like full blue look. Oh yeah, not as textured. Okay. Okay. okay cool. So more like um, Gamora. Okay. All right. Cool. We'll look for look out for it on Twitter. All right, so we got to do some quick predictions, James. Okay. Um, predictions, predictions. Um, like I said, to open the show, we now have a goal. So I'm excited to see, and I, well, I think that we'll see the trio move forward with the scientists, maybe try to intercept Lazaro's, like, new leadership. Quotes around that. Um, I really want to see them take him down and like and like pardon me for saying this like kick some lazaro ass i feel like we are at that point now we're like we have a goal we we have an enemy like we we have uh something to that like solidifies us so i think that moving forward that that's going to be it we're going to be going to the republic and we're going to be facing the enemy and you know we only have three episodes eight nine and ten left so hopefully we get some um some conclusions i'm excited <laughs> yes, I'm looking forward to that because I'm like, oh, can they really defeat Lazaro within these next three episodes? And if they do, what does that mean for what's next? Because mm-hmm. uh, it's like, is there going to be some other problem that's going to happen? Or does this mean like, okay, this problem is solved and now our characters have to go on a new adventure. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it's been teased before that it's kind of a clue vibe from the movie, which mm-hmm. I'm excited about. Love that movie. So definitely looking forward to the next few. And should have possibly a return guest for next week as a prediction for y'all. So stay tuned for who that guest may be. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so that does it for our predictions. Again, Alex, thank you so, so much yes. for joining us. It was a pleasure thank talking you for to having you. me. Yes. Uh, where That's can fun. people find you online? Uh, Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that what you're asking about? Mm-hmm. And it's um, Alex, and it's just written as Alex, Alex McGregor. Alex Piara MCG. Piara is my second name. So Alex P I A R A M C G. Perfect. Nice. Very cool. Across uh, all. Nice. And James, where can people find you online? You can find me at uh, Terrell James Maple on Instagram at James Maple Actor on Twitter, and I also do the Reno Nine One One After Show seven o'clock on Sundays. And I'm a big active writer for AfterBuzz TV, so look out for me there. And Black Twitter on Sun on Tuesdays at seven o'clock. Do a lot of shows, so look out for me awesome. there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, everybody who joined us in the live chat. And if you're watching this later, please comment down below. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and subscribe so you know when we'll see you again for next weekend. 
Um, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And I also do the after show for Demon Slayer. So you can check mm -hmm. that out later on this evening. It's a really cool anime. We're only about five episodes in. So you got some time to catch up. All right. Again, Alex, it was a pleasure. It was so fun digging into the character of Ame. And we can't <laughs> wait to see what she does next. Awesome. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> all right again thank you everybody for watching and we'll see y'all next time our founder kevin undergaro and me maria menounos would like to thank you for tuning in to after buzz tv remember we're not just the first we're the biggest in the world and we're the only destination for all your favorite tv shows whatever you crave we've got it so go to afterbuzztv.com and check out our lineup buzz you later <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.